Welcome to the Discovering Leadership Podcast. My name is Corbin Hannes. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Carl Bowden. Carl, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about delegation and the creation of time and space to strategize. Now, before we go into our topic, the purpose of the Discovering Leadership Podcast is about you. It's about instilling the foundational principles of leadership within you, within your business, and within your community. So we want you to build in your relationships. We want to help you craft your strategy in your business, in your life, and also help you to live to your most authentic self. We want to build a community of leaders. We want to lead leaders and help people to lead by example. Now, today's topic on creation of time and space to strategize we're going to be talking about empowering your people to lead through delegation. We're going to be we're going to be hitting points that include increasing time without decreasing output and allowing time for creativity and innovation when we delegate and then giving opportunities for others to lead. So today we are joined by Jake Wayman Jake is a firm believer in creating value first through building relationships that bring about proactive change. His focus around working with organizations and individuals striving to bring innovation to the forefront because the business landscape is changing and evolving in a way that demands a whole new approach with constant disruption. Jake believes businesses need to be nimble and innovative. He is an employee benefits consultant with Hub International, multi-unit franchisee with Orange Theory Fitness, community builder, board member, Rotarian, and honorary commander of the United States Air Force. Welcome to the podcast, Jake. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah, so maybe you could just start off with telling us a little bit about, about what you're currently doing in business here in Wichita. Yeah, um, so I'm uh, born and raised uh, here in Wichita, uh, moved away to Kansas City for graduate school, but made my way back, back about six years ago. Um, so, so currently, um, I do a lot of different things. Um, so one of my jobs, as you mentioned, is employee benefits consultant for Hub. Basically, in a nutshell, what I do is I help organizations build benefit packages to help recruit and retain employees right here in Wichita. Um, I'm also, along with my wife, the uh, owners of the two Orange Theory Fitness locations here in Wichita and um, soon to be another one in downtown Wichita here shortly, which we're really excited about. Um, but then I'm also a huge believer in giving back to your community. Um, so I am a Rotarian with the Downtown Rotary Club here in Wichita, but I'm also the uh, uh, vice chair of the Salvation Army Board and also on the uh, Board of Trustees for Leadership Wichita. Um, and then just very active in that thing, because I think if the community gives a lot to you, you need to give back to it. And I think you have the, you need to invest your time and your treasure when you have it. Man, that's freaking awesome, Jake. It's, I really appreciate your time, especially you got so much going on as you were just talking about. That's really a lot. So how, how do you create time to be able to do, just do something like this or keep investing back into the community, maybe your personal life or your business? Yeah. I mean, I, I live and die by my schedule. Um, yeah. You know, I, I try to maximize as much time as I have. You know, I think we, everybody has, I mean, I've heard many quotes like this, that everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. It's just how you utilize them. So, I mean, for me, um, I'm an early riser. I'm up by 4.30 or 5, 5 in the morning. And, you know, when I'm up, I'm doing something. 
you know, whether it be hitting a 5 a.m. workout class at Orange Theory Fitness, or if my wife is off at the workout and I'm at home with the kids, you know, I'm, I'm working on something. When I have that, I look at that first hour to two hours of your day from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. I mean, that's, those are my holy hours. Yeah. It's, the world is not awake yet. There's nobody who's texting me, emailing me, calling me or anything like this. You can make some focused efforts on that. So, I mean, that's how I began every one of my days. Um, but every, I begin every week um, on Sunday nights. Um, I always spend about one to two hours actually just going through my week. I actually build out my own schedule. What am I to do for the week? You know, what do I need to be focused on for the week? And, you know, where are my projects at when I'm kind of moving throughout all the different hats that I wear throughout the week? Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. I really liked what you said about you know, five to seven being your holy hours. That's mm -hmm. where you really focus yeah. and get prepared. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a saying by, I think it's Lao Tzu by in, in the art of war. Okay. So it, it basically says that the battle is always won before it has begun. So, you know, mm -hmm. going throughout your day, you're preparing kind of for the battle of what's to come. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're setting yourself up for success right in those first two hours of the day. So, I mean, how else do you plan out your day going forth after that? Like, is, is your day pretty routine or does it change day by day by day? What does that look like? Yeah, every day is different. You know, I, it, I know there's some certain things throughout the week that are very consistent on my schedule. So like my, my board meetings, I know exactly when those are going to be for the month or the week. So I know those are on my schedule, but every day is different. So, you know, today I've been running from meeting to meeting to meeting, but I always try to carve out about 15 minutes before and after meetings to one, get prepared for that meeting I'm walking into, and then 15 minutes to afterwards to kind of just digest what just happened too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just trying to maximize. If you have 30 minutes, what are you doing with that 30 minutes between a meeting? Are you maximizing it? Or are you jumping on social media, looking at things? I mean, there, you always have to find out how do you strategize your day? Um, you know, if it's, it changed it. Mine is different all the time. And there's a lot of people that are needing my attention on one thing or the next thing. Um, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's changes, but it's maximizing as much time as you have. That makes sense. So whenever you're trying to maximize your time and say, be as productive or efficient as possible, how, how do you spend the majority of your time? I mean, I, I always have an, I, I always know where my projects are at. So whether it be in my employee benefits, where my clients are at, or if I'm um, prospecting and looking at new clients and work with, with potential new clients, or if it's something at Orange Theory that we're getting ready to roll out a new promotion or in our, in, on the boards that I'm on, if we're you know, raising money or what have you, I, I always have like a mental, not necessarily a mental note, but on my, my, when I prepare my week, I'm always like, where are my projects at? What needs to be moved today to the next level? And the thing is, is I don't get caught up in doing all the duty, the tasks that need to be, that need to be done for those projects. I have other people that do those, but it's making sure that I know exactly where that project's at and keeping tabs on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's where I think the best thing is people could, you know, get involved in one thing and just be, you know, all into it and be working all the time on it. But if you really want to, you know, be most efficient as possible. And I always like to say, create multiple streams of revenue. How do you yeah. do that for yourself? And it's just being able to know that you can't do everything perfectly, but you can help manage the projects along the way. Yeah. You're really knowing exactly what's happening mm -hmm. and when it's happening through your people. Mm -hmm. So a follow-up question to that is how has delegation given you the time to focus 
on strategy with your business to give you time to really think what yeah. comes next. You know, that's been a work in progress. Um, a lot of it has to do with trust. It's mm -hmm. trusting that the people that you're working with. Um, so for an example, my, my wife and I are kind of in a transition period. So I was, so during the pandemic, I was really one who's trying to help Orange Theory survive the pandemic. Now that we're out of the pandemic, she's now stepping in to help us thrive outside of the, the pandemic. And so leadership styles that are needed at that point in time are different. But I, me stepping away and letting her kind of take the reins of running the organization has been difficult for me because I love to know what's going on, but trusting her that she's going to run the organization right. And especially the people that we promoted internally is just trusting them. And because the thing is, if you don't have any trust, then you're not going to be able to delegate. And, yeah. you know, and that's the thing that's is if you can say, you know, Hey, I need you to take care of this project, but then you're constantly like, you know, where's it at? How, what are you doing? Hey, you should do this. You should do that. And just constantly micromanaging them. You know, I had to learn, I had to learn through, you know, through going through, um, consequences with it. I mean, I actually, there's, there's times that I, I was micromanaging the heck out of people and they were like, what are you doing? Like, didn't you hire me for a reason? Yeah. And yeah. just making sure I just, just giving them that trust to be able to do it. Yeah. Trust is key. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts with delegation. Yep. We have to trust our people mm -hmm. to have faith in them to, you know, take out that particular task. Yeah. So, you know, how often do you really dedicate to strategizing mm -hmm. in your business to really have that visionary thinking? You have, you know, you delegate to all of your employees, the people that are working for you. Yeah. But once you have a little bit of time open, to know where to take the business. Yeah. I, How much time? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a matter of a set amount of time. You know, there are certain people that are meticulous about their schedule. They set aside, you know, on their calendar, they have an hour for visioning or yeah. an hour for this. And I, I'm not, I don't necessarily like doing that. Um, like I don't have an hour set aside just to answer email. You know, I'm, I'm in the mindset of it's, I just, it's more of a mindset shift that I have. It's like, yeah. I'm always having that vision mindset there. You know, I, so my job as an owner of a business is thinking, where do we need to be at in the next year to five years down the road? Mm -hmm. My director needs to be responsible for what's happening today, tomorrow, next week, next month. And that's what I've had empowered her to do. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's more changing that mindset. There's always having that vision mindset. You know, I would say, you know, I try to, you know, when I'm driving, um, I don't, I, it's weird. I don't listen to music when I drive. Um, I think when I drive. You know, okay, cause I'm yeah. in the car a lot. And so that's my time of visioning is driving. Um, you know, and that's kind of when I start doing, everybody kind of gets their ideas in the shower. I get my ideas when I drive. Um, so it's just trying to find if I know I'm going to be in the car, I want to maximize that time. So it's a productive time. Mm, and so, yeah. I mean, that's where I think is, is so many people like is I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't, um, I listen to music when I want to listen to music, but a lot of times it's like, how am I filling my mind with things that are going to help further my family, further my business, further myself. So that makes sense. So what it sounds like to me is just the quality over quantity principle. Yeah. Is it doesn't matter how much time you're setting aside as long as when you're setting aside that time or you're making that time to be able to sit down and strategize yeah. that you're actually using yeah. it effectively. It's being intentional. I mean, it's being intentional with your time that you've been given. I mean, because that's where, you know, sometimes can, you'll, you know, people get on their phones and they doom scroll and yeah. it's an hour later and they're like, what just happened? Like, where did the time go? And it's, yeah. you know, it's trying to always, my, my wife gives me a hard time at this because even if I'm, if we're sitting there watching TV, watching a show that she likes to watch or whatever, 
I'm, I'm doing something, whether it be I'm doing laundry or I'm reading an article or I'm doing something, I'm being productive with that time. It's, yeah. it, trust me, it's probably not the most healthiest thing, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's what I found that works for me. I mean, that's what, that would, that's what helps me be me. Yeah. You know, just hearing you talk, Jake, you strategize every single thing in your life and you have to because you're so involved. You're so active and what's great to hear about you is that you lead by example. You, you are out there, you're out there doing it. And that is ultimate, ultimately the, one of the greatest values in leadership is to lead by example. Now, as you create this time and space to strategize, I'm curious, like what are some of the new ideas or initiatives that have come about hmm. in this time of thinking and what, I mean, what's one of the greatest ideas or initiatives that have really come about, come yeah. about in that time? I mean, that, that's a, that's a great question. And, and I, I'd love to say I'm the person who comes up with all the great ideas, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of studying other successful people, you know, it's studying what, you know, and not even just like the people like, you know, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, you know, Elon Musk, the people that always, everybody always names it. It's studying people like you have on this podcast, like Brian Beatty, you know, yeah. understanding how did they think, what did they do and, and gleaning examples from that. And I think the biggest thing is, is I, what I've learned is I don't have the greatest ideas, but I'm able to put my own spin on them. Yeah. You know, a lot of the things that I've had the opportunity to create in this community weren't brand new. They weren't startup ideas. They were being done in other markets. And I was like, how can I make this more, how can I make this relevant in Wichita and successful in Wichita? You know, I mean, I think so. And it, it is, it's also leaning into the team that you've put in place, whether it is the team I have at Orange Theory or the team I have at Hub or, you know, in my nonprofits and my family, but it's leaning into them because all of them are great people that are insightful that have ideas to share and it's just more of asking them the right questions to get them to bring those ideas out i mean that's where i think the most successful people is they you know leverage is a bad word but they they, they leverage the people around them and the talents that they have around them oh yeah so a couple of questions i got uh well actually let me backtrack a little bit it, it sounds like reinventing the wheel isn't necessarily uh, your cup of tea. It's finding that better design, yeah, and then yeah. implementing it. Innovation, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And I really, I really, really like that. Whenever you're looking at other people that are prominent leaders, what are some of the qualities or aspects of these leaders that that you look to that inspire you? Yeah, um, I think it's how they treat their people. One, yeah. you know, um, is if. If they're a leader but have no followers, they're not a leader, you sense. know, um, and I think it's just the way that they lead. And if they lead with their emotion, they lead um, with transparency. Um, you know, I think there's there's just certain things that I, that I pull from aspects of different leaders. So certain people lead different ways and, you know, and you find different things that you that you appreciate about them. Like, you know, I'll use uh, John Rolfe with Thrive Restaurant Group as a great example. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got, you know. 5,000 plus employees over across like 11 states now. But, wow. you know, he, he, his whole mission, the reason why they changed their business name to Thrive is because they want their people to thrive. And it's fully maximizing. Even the person who is a, is a 16 year old hostess at the front of Homegrown to the person who's the GM for, you know, all of Homegrown, like each one of them have a place in the organization and he fully maximizes their potential. And so it's, 
you know, it's finding things like that. But I think the biggest thing is how do they treat their people? Yeah. I think that is the one thing that if they don't treat their people right, then they're not a great leader. That makes sense. So another question that I uh, have just to elaborate on, you were talking about how some of your most productive uses of your time are while you're driving mm-hmm. and being able to strategize in those times. Are there, are there any, say, tips and tricks or things that you do to be able to prepare for those times? Yeah. Um, I, so I write everything down. So it, when, when something comes in my head, I'm writing it down. Um, you know, it's, it's making sure that like when, when you get that nugget of wisdom or whatever, write it down. Even when you're preparing for meetings, it's, you know, it's going in and what is the goal of that meeting? You know, because if, yeah. you, if you set up a meeting like right here with us doing this podcast, you know, we had a, there's a mission for this podcast. We have a purpose for this podcast. It's not a waste of your time, not a waste of my time. Because that's the thing is, is if I had to ask somebody for a 30 minute to an hour meeting, you know, I'm taking away an hour of their day. And so it's, I want that to, I want to fully maximize their time and maximize my time as well. So, I mean, the best way to do that is just staying, you know, when I say staying prepared, it's not having to produce a huge agenda that you have to follow in the meeting. It's more just like, you know, kind of what are the highlights? What do we want to accomplish out of this meeting? Yeah, that makes sense. It, it leads us, or it leads me back to thinking about another topic that we had um, discussed I can't remember if it was inside one of the podcast episodes or outside of it, but structure is good to an extent. Mm -hmm. Structure can be bad in a lot of other ways. Yeah. And making sure that you communicate that vision and push it through to everybody that's involved is a lot more important than the structure. Yeah. That agenda serves a purpose, but if you're solely just going word for word on the agenda and just Mm -hmm. walking through say we have outlines for what we want to talk about i mean people can see it on the camera or just on the yeah, desk in front yeah. of you but we're not just reading off of that it's discussion format for a reason because what's inside of your brain and your mind is the reason why we have you on this podcast yeah. when again like you talked about you had a key word in their vision so you know it's you know that's something that i do um on an annual basis i i, I what is my vision for for my year and it's and it's my vision for each hat that i wear so what's my vision as a father what's my vision as a husband what's my vision as a as a business owner what's my vision as a friend as a board member as a professional you know and own honing in on those things and establishing goals around each one of those visions too because if you don't have that north star then what's the purpose yeah and i think so many people don't don't really realize that i mean I know where this 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 taught us about delegating, but if I don't know what my vision is for my life, how can I delegate anything? Because yeah. you don't know what you're delegating. Yeah. And you know, I think even with our organization with Orange Theory is yes, we're part of a franchise, but we have a vision for our organization. We have core values of our organization for how we want to follow. And you know, that helps with us when we delegate is you know following those values when we're doing the different activities, projects, what have you in the organization. Yeah, that makes sense. Starting with why. Yeah, starting with why our purpose, mm-hmm. our our reason for being, mm-hmm. really, exactly. you know, you know, Jake. I really like how you have stated that you're very focused on things, but you're flexible, you're ad- adaptable mm-hmm. to the end goal when certain things come up in your life. I think that that really sticks out to me as being an effective leader. Now, you also mentioned that you lean into others. Mm-hmm. It's not about you, but it's about your people. Mm-hmm. It's about asking questions, 
And that's how you get all these new ideas that gives your people ownership in doing what they need to do effectively. Mm -hmm. And you're allowing that through your delegation. Now, you know, there's another thing that really stuck out to me and it was, you know, how do leaders treat their people? That says a lot about a leader. Mm -hmm. So through delegation, giving them the responsibility, the ownership to really be effective in the business is key. And that's something that you do. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Now, a question I have for you is, you know, how is delegation in your business affected your personal life with your family or maybe community involvement? You know, it's opened up. So like when the pandemic hit, my wife and I had just bought an orange theory. So we bought in January, 2020 pandemic hit in March and, you know, we were shut down. And when we reopened, it was into a whole new world. Nobody was meeting in person. So none of my boards were meeting, none of my ex extracurricular activities were meeting. So I was able to fully 100% focus on Orange Theory. And I actually was micromanaging a lot in this process. And I learned a lot in that. And I, and I realized, you know, I'm a person who I, I need to be in, I need to have a lot of different things going. You know, I like to have multiple projects running at one time because, you know, if I get bored, I get dangerous is kind of how I say it. I mean, that's kind of oh, bad, but, yeah. but my, my point is, 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 when the world opened up again and we started having all these meetings, I had to figure out a better way to lead my organization. Because if I was going to sit there completely 100% focused on that, I'd be working 70, 80 hours a week. And I was doing that for a time. I was, I was sacrificing. My wife had just had our, um, our son and I was sacrificing those, those first few months because I was so focused on, you know, orange theory. And, you know, and this is where if I was going to get involved in all these different things, something was going to fall. Something was going to break and, you know, I don't want it to be my family. I don't want it to be my business. I don't want it to be this. So, you know, that's where delegation comes into play because you, you have to figure out like, you can't do it all. There's no way you can yeah, do totally, it all. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to, people have to learn um, through the process. They have to learn through failure. And I did, you know, there's certain things that had happened. I was like, okay, I got to take a step back. I need to figure this out again. Yeah. And I'm still figuring out, like I am, I am way far away from being perfect at this. And I never want to be perfect at this because you always need to be learning and trying to figure out. And, and I kind of wrote down a couple different things that I just was talking to somebody about a couple, couple days ago, but you talk about delegation, but it's also, there's other ways that, that, you know, people are part of your team that want to be led. So they may be ones who like delegation. Maybe they just want to be supported. Maybe they just want to be coached. Maybe they want to be directed. And sometimes you need to just direct yeah, people. Like, this true. is what needs to happen because maybe somebody new in an organization, but they may move from being in a directed place. They want to be coached. You know, that's yeah. kind of a high touch thing. And then you go to supporting where it's like, okay, I'm going to say this and you, I'm just going to support you along the way. And there's delegation. It's like, I trust you with what this project entails. This is our project. This is our goal. Figure out how to get there. And so, yeah. you know, for me with my team in Orange Theory, it's understanding how they want to be led. Yeah. And each one's different in that. And I'm still working on that of how do you do it, but kind of full circle back to your, your question is I've learned through the process of, of proper delegation, but if you don't learn to delegate properly, things will fall. Yeah. yeah. And you just summarize, you know, the four styles of leadership right there, mm -hmm. direction, coaching, su support, and then encouragement too, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And there's different levels. Yeah. People are at different stages in their leadership journey or their yeah. personal development yeah. or where they are in their organization. Mm -hmm. We have to be adaptable 
in certain leadership styles work best in certain scenarios too. Yeah. And it's, it's encouraging to hear you say that, you know, we're all different and we have to focus on that other person to mm -hmm. know where they're at so we can lead effectively. Mm -hmm. Now you have so many things going on. There's so many things happening in your life. How do you keep everything at a high level? without just completely drowning yourself out with all the things you have going on? That's a great question. Um, and I don't know if I have a very great answer for it. Um, but again, is like, I plan out my weeks. I mean, I can, uh, I mean, they may be able to see it, but pull it out here. It's something that I created about probably six years ago, but it's called my, my week at a glance. Um, oh, and, yeah. and, I mean, I, and this is what I sit down every Sunday night and fill this out. And so, I mean, I have, wow. you know, my to do's, I have my nonprofit boards, I have my, what do I need to follow up on, you know, and projects, those sort of things. So it's all like right here. Yeah. And so it's always wow. front of mind for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I like, I, I, I try to be as paperless as possible, but having something physical like this helps mm -hmm. me so much of being able to make sure I'm, you know, keeping those projects going. And so I actually try to touch all my projects at least once a week. There's mm -hmm. some weeks that some take a lot of my attention. There's yeah. some that won't take a lot and very little of my attention, but at least try to touch them every week to see where they're at. Even with my, when I'm trying to grow my book of business with hub is, you know, it's trying to, who are my top, you know, 10 cust potential customers I want to be talking to, you know, and where are those projects at and moving those down the road? You know, I think it's, it's just being, it's being consistent. I mean, it, not, it's not, not persistent, just consistent. And, you know, and that's kind of, that's where I, you know, it's, I, I will say I, I have very little buffer in my days. Um, so if, you know, if something does, you know, happen, you know, I, I need to try to find ways to build it into my schedule. And sometimes I do overextend myself because I like, I, I like to say yes to things because I like to be helpful, mm -hmm. but you know, um, I'm learning the much better things of, you know, saying no, but also if I'm saying no to something, there's a reason why I'm saying no, yeah. um, because it is, it's about maximizing, you know, my time, maximizing all the hats that I wear. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're really clearly planning out your day, mm -hmm. envisioning what's coming next. Mm -hmm. I love your, a week at a glance chart there. I'm going to have to borrow that from you. <laughs> That's, yeah. That looks very helpful. Yeah. And just to have that physical piece of paper there. Mm -hmm. It's so helpful. Yeah. You have to have that constant reminder mm -hmm. of this is this is what we need to be doing. Yeah, it's holding ourselves accountable. Yeah, I mean, and it is, and I think it, it's just that that consistency of doing it. I mean, this is something that I know people. It's like with exercise, is people may work out, you know, for a week and say, "Man, I'm not seeing results." But you know, it takes time to build those habits. And I mean, I've been doing this since I was, you know, 25 years old, and you know, it was. Uh, I can't remember the book. I can see it that kind of taught me to look at this um, and do this week at a glance and kind of the holy hour um, conversation I had, we had earlier, but I can't think of the book. It'll hit me later on after this podcast, but it was one of those ones that like really was like, that makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, people can sleep in, they, you know, you know, you know, but it's like, if you have that ability to do, it's like, it is, it's just going back to maximizing your time. I mean, that's where I think it boils down to is maximizing it and tracking your time, tracking, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. Now, before we end, Jake, I want to ask a question. If you could, if you could recommend to our podcast listeners, mm -hmm. you know, what's one thing that they could start delegating to, you know, effectively create that time and space to strategize, what would that one thing be? 
Mm, that's a that's a great question. I think it's you know um, I'm not going to give you a full answer on it, but yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen those quadrants of like you know what's you know oh it's in the right top you know it's something that is that's the eisenhower matrix yeah it's like it's so it's urgent like, and yeah, urgent urgent important yeah. urgent non-important yeah. but it's understanding all the all the things that you do on a daily basis i, I encourage somebody if they want to track your week mm. track what you're doing in the week and you know and then after that review your week you know that's yeah. what i do on my sundays is i not only review my week prior but i plan my week ahead and, you know, it's kind of saying, okay, do, was that a productive week? Mm -hmm. Was there something that I needed to change last week that I wasn't most productive at? And that's where I start finding is like, what do I need to start delegating, trimming off those sort of things and really fully maximizing that time? I mean, I can't say there's just one specific thing because everybody's life is different, yeah. you know, and it's, it's understanding like, again, on this, on this podcast, you know, you, you, you all are, may find somebody else who's going to help edit this because that may not be your specialty. You're not, that's yeah. not what you're fully great at. Like me, it's like, there's certain things that I, I hate accounting. I understand <laughs> finance, but I'm doing my bookkeeping yeah. because I don't want to. I think that because I can use that time elsewhere. I think mm -hmm. it's trying to find out what things that you really enjoy doing and that actually produce good results for you and do those things. Yeah. If you love yeah. the accounting and bookkeeping, then do it. If you hate sales and marketing, find somebody else to do sales and marketing oh, for yeah. your business. You know, it's finding those things, finding what your strengths are and really honing in on those strengths. I think too many people focus on, why don't you make my weaknesses better? No, <laughs> make your strengths better. Yeah. yeah. Focus on the good and the good gets better. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Man, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. It, it's really, really great to have you here. And again, I just appreciate the time that we're able to get out of you. Um, everything that you're talking about today, I don't feel like I sat here and talked too much because I'm just sitting here at the edge of the seat, like leaning forwards and listening to every every word that's coming out. And I, I, I really enjoy it. Is is there any last words that you got for our podcast audience before we wrap everything up? You know, I think it's uh, is kind of talking to what what we've been this entire time is. I mean, everybody has the same twenty four hours of the, in the day, but it's it's how do you utilize them? You know, I think it's you know, and, and what people don't realize is I get eight hours of sleep a night too. Mm, you know, yeah. because I, I fully maximize what, what goes into my day, and I think it's just my my recommendation is look at your day and, you know, figure out where, where do you have some buffer that you can actually really focus on? Where do you want your life to go? You know, everybody needs to have a vision for their life, you know, whether it be a yearly vision, two-year vision, five-year vision, but understanding where you want to go. Because once you put that North Star out there, things start happening. When you know what you're trying to achieve, things will start happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to create a vision mm -hmm. for our life. Mm -hmm. We need that guiding star. Yep. Well, thank you so much again, Jake, for joining us on the Discovering Leadership podcast. Uh, you've added so much value to our podcast listeners. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. This is, uh, this is as exciting and uh, fun to talk about. Yeah, awesome. Well, for our next episode, we're going to continue the delegation series. And we're going to be talking about multiplying productivity. How do we lead leaders to multiply our growth? So remember, you can catch our podcast episodes every other Tuesday on Apple, Google, or Spotify. And don't forget to check out Enturian.com. That's E-N-T-U-R-I-A-N.com. You can also go to ExemplifyLeadership.com. We're posting all the updates to the podcast and when the next episodes are coming, what the next episodes are about, and all that fun jazz on all of our social media. And if you want to see the video format of this podcast, go to the Enturian YouTube channel. 
that's really all I got for you guys. You guys know know exactly what to expect, uh, especially if you made it through this podcast. You're hearing that every episode. So, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, we'll wrap things up. Don't forget that alone we survive, but together we thrive. See you next episode. <laughs>